Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to an emergency podcast of Dubs talk yeah this episode needed to be pumped out immediately and as always by the way we are brought to you by wendy's any time of day get a baconator it's a baconator time it's in the a.m wendy's breakfast baconator uh try it for free with any in-app purchase you can get it at any participating u.s wendy's and i'm with warriors insider monty pool and monty when Steph Curry drops 62 points and sets a career high and the Warriors win 137 to 122, you do a podcast. That's the rule. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have to. It demands it. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing you can do, and that's do a podcast. There you go. It was just a sensational game. Just so much fun to watch. Really, a lot of time I was thinking, man, it would have been fun to have fans in the stands for that one. But uh, what, what an incredible performance. And I'll be honest with you, like I, I didn't even get to hear Steph's comments after the game. And I heard what he said, you know, to Fitz and Buki on the broadcast, but I didn't get to hear his postgame comments because we were doing shows and I never got to. I think he came out late. Monty, what's your biggest takeaway from what Steph said? Um, that he's aware of the social media disrespect that, Come, because it's been there it's always there it just kind of flares up every now and then the word is going to skid and you hear about it you see about it you read about it and you know he's aware of it he doesn't make a big deal out of it you know he doesn't bark back he just kind of uh internalizes it and when he came out you know he was you know somebody mentioned uh some of the things that you know are out there online and you know the jordan meme you know <laughs> so um and, and he says uh, you know i i, I take I take it personal. And that's steps, that's the chip on his shoulder, man. That's who he is. And uh, again, you know, he's not gonna go out there and say, I demand my respect, respect me, appreciate me. That's not who he is. But what he'll do is he'll go out there and he'll dance on your head for 62 points. And so for those people who wanna keep coming at him for all these things that, you know, he's not this, he's not that, okay. Um, you know, I think Steph says, okay, I'll just be what I am. And, you know, if you don't like it, it's up to you. But 62 points tonight is kind of hard not to say, whoa. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a big night and the Warriors needed that. Every, 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 he needed, they needed every point that he gave them just because it was important for him to do it and for them to see it. Yeah. And um, I mean, he definitely let his game do the talking, but it, it's different when he says, I take things personally, because he doesn't a lot of times actually let you into that idea that he actually is listening or anything affects him. You know, he just, he's just your guy that goes out there, plays and goes home to his family is just always happy. But it's almost nice to get that, that sense that he does read these things, that he does see it. And it, it does mean something to him to react. And so uh, not many times do you actually hear him verbally say that. So that, that is a difference. Yeah, you know, he he um he will talk about, you know, the fact that 
you know, there's a reason why he, you know, he likes the term underrated, you know, he, and, and because it goes back to when he was a skinny 14 year old kid, right. And nobody thought he was very good and he couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. And Duke wouldn't even look at him and even Virginia tech where his parents went, wouldn't even <laughs> look at him. I mean, you know, and so he's come from that and, and gotten to where he is by internalizing all of the negativity all of the doubters, all of the skepticism and using it as fuel. And it has made him a hall of famer. It has made him the most impactful player in basketball today. And, you know, you, you see the game is being played differently at every level, elementary school, middle school, high school, AAU, wherever you go, you see the influence of Stephen Curry yet. There are people who say, you know, he can't do this, didn't do that. And so Draymond talked about that and said, hey, he can't lead a team. And Draymond said that, you know, if I'm not mistaken, he led the 2015 championship team. <laughs> I think they did okay. <laughs> you know, So it is, yeah, it, the way I would put it is that these people are more dogmatic than discerning. They have their opinions. They're going to stick to them no matter what happens. Yeah, it's all right, Monty. I, I have to admit something. Um, there's a chance I'm partially responsible for all this happening. <laughs> and, no. And listen, I'm I'm a Steph fan. I've you know I'll I'll you know defend him until uh, I'm blue in the face. But uh, I brought on a guest here uh, last this last week named Channing Fry, <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. Channing came on and you know he played with LeBron. He's a LeBron mm -hmm. guy, mm -hmm. and he said some things on here that are we people listen to and they put out in articles and mm -hmm. um, that was part of this legacy talk. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I, of course, I disagree with Channing uh, in probably majority of uh, the statements that he was saying about Steph and his legacy. And I mean, Channing and, and don't get me wrong, Channing does really truly think he's a sensational player, Steph Curry, but yeah. he always, you know, it always seems like the, well, there's a butt sandwich. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, you know, it's, he's it's, this, he's that, but you know, exactly. Yeah, he's always, great, but you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, and it's, and it's funny because in my personal opinion, why, why is it mutually exclusive that you can't really love LeBron James and Steph Curry, right? Like, why can't you respect LeBron and say he's one of the top two greatest players of all time while saying Steph Curry is one of the greatest players of all time? In fact, I do think it diminishes LeBron's legacy if you're diminishing Steph's legacy, because Steph beat him three times. Yeah. So yeah. my point is, is that I bring Channing on, all this happens. So while I don't want to say I'm the reason Steph just said it, had it, you know, set his career high, I think I deserve some credit. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> and, and yeah, Channing, what he had to say, um, you know, kind of relit the fuse that's always been there, yeah. you know. And, it's not, and, it hasn't gone away. It wasn't no, like this. Anytime yeah. the Warriors hit a skid or Steph has a bad game or two, oh, here we go. You know, he's not this, he's not that. And and so this latest round, and I, I, I trace it back to 20, 2016 when he won the second consecutive MVP award and people were saying, oh, you know, and then they didn't win the championship. They didn't win the title. They didn't finish it off. And ever since then, you know, the next year, there was all this talk, James Harden, this, and James, I mean, look, if you take what Stephen Curry has done to the NBA, and you're an NBA fan with half a brain, you cannot walk away and say, eh, he's pretty good. 
that's it. You know, he's okay. He's okay. And you're right. I mean, LeBron is great. We know what LeBron is able to do. And Steve Kerr addressed this. I, I asked him, I said, why do you think it, this sort of disrespect persists? And he said, maybe it's because of Steph is not this physical creature. You know, he's not LeBron or Giannis, you know, somebody who just takes the court by storm with sheer physicality. Steph is about skill, creativity. I would say he plays a pretty game, you know, a lot of uh, finesse, but he is effective and he is lethal and he is more competitive than I think people realize. And that's the thing that, go back to the beginning of his career. And this man sat there when the Warriors were dog meat and said, we'll figure this thing out. I mean, he, no, we're gonna figure this <laughs> thing out. And damn, they did. Right. So yeah, I don't get it, but it happens. And you, you're right, you shouldn't have to diminish anyone to realize what, what Stephen Curry has been to this, to the game of basketball, right. whether it's LeBron, KD, I mean, they're all great players. They're all going to the hall of fame, but I don't see a reason why you need to stand on Steph and say somebody else is great. Yeah. I mean, I think about it in terms of like magic and bird versus Jordan, for instance, right? People who worship Michael Jordan don't say, Oh, Larry bird sucked. He didn't prove it enough. No, like these guys were the greats, right? These are the greatest of all time. And you can throw Steph into it. And if Steph didn't play another minute in his career, his legacy is already sealed as one of the greatest players of all time. It's already done, right? Yeah, so we yeah. don't need to talk about it in, in that way. Hall of Famer two years ago. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the Hall of Fame for years now. Yeah, um, yeah. At yeah, 30. So, okay, you're done. You're in. Right. So while I, I do, and and there was people reaching out saying, well, why did you even have Channing on your podcast? But I, I disagree with that because I it's too. like. Yeah, me too. I do want to hear what people that are, you know, played the game and, and people that think like he does right now or from his mindset i i want to hear it I, I you know i think warriors nation and dub nation and fans like we're gonna put it to politics if we want to we all live in this this bubble right this this bubble of understanding how good stuff is right and it's sometimes intriguing to hear somebody outside of the bubble explaining why i'm not saying they're right which you know that's neither here nor there but i'm saying I mean, every now and then you, we get to hear somebody and then we get to see Steph go off for 62 points. That's the thing. And, and, and Channing, you know, let's face it, you know, he's, he's got a blazer heart, <laughs> you know, I mean, so that's a part, that may be a part of this too. But yeah, I mean, if you align yourself with LeBron, you've been LeBron's teammate, that's fine. You know, he's the best guy you ever played with, maybe the best player you've ever, you've ever been on, on the court with. But yeah, recognize recognize you know that's all and I think in Steph's mind you know people look at him and say well and they, they try and pick him apart find little holes to poke into him and and his response is you know I'll just go play and if I drop 62 points on you maybe you know it may not change your opinion but maybe you'll respect that night because as Draymond said tonight you know, next time he has a bad game or we don't do so well, you know, it's going to be us. Steph doesn't have this. Steph didn't do that. He didn't win the finals MVP. He didn't do this. So, yeah, it, it, I think it's I think it's going to be with Steph throughout his career. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, if it hasn't gone away now, why would you think it's going to go away? It, yeah. it should have been gone, but it's not. And I, I like the way Steph handles it, though. 
I mean, you know, he deals with it. He internalized it tonight. Just for him to say that he he takes everything personal, I wasn't surprised to hear it because I know he does. <laughs> and you know, we've had this discussion about how um, just what it took to get here, and he knows what it took. You know, he knows that there have been times when people didn't think he was good enough, and part of him needs that. I think he'll always feel that way, even though he knows by now that he is one of the all-time greats. There's his heart is always going to be set on prove it, show him, show him, show him, show him. And tonight, man, I mean, I I think he showed them. And here's the other thing about this too, because some people, their argument is all he does is shoot threes tonight, tonight. And Terry Stotts, the Blazers coach pointed this out. He'll say he was 10 of 15 from two (laughs) (laughs) and and eight of 16 from three. He made 18 free throws. So As, as many like to say, he was scoring at all three levels. He was getting in the paint. He was shooting mid-range floaters. He was, his game, his offensive game is complete. Defensively, let's let's face it, is LeBron a great defender? You know, he has chased down blocks. He used but, to be. Yeah, he used to be a really good defender, but he's never been a, he's never been Jordan-esque, you know. He's been a good defender and and he he's a spectacular defender. He makes spectacular plays. but. That's, but offense is what people really kind of like to look at, and that's what makes it makes or breaks a guy for most for most guys. And and Steph has a complete package there, and I don't know why um, it can't be recognized completely. Well, I'm I'm glad he was able to show out, especially the timing of it, which is impeccable. But the most important part, he puts up 62 as a career best. The last time his career best was 54 back in 2013. They lost that game, yeah. right? Steph won this game. And I think, you know, yes, we're going to talk legacy. We're going to talk about hearing the the critics and the slander. But at the end of the day, Steph Curry was a leader on his team tonight. And what he did was he led his team who was struggling against good teams. They made the adjustments and Steph Curry said, I'm going to take over right now. And one thing we noted a lot on the, on the post-game show for with uh, Chris Mullen and Jennifer Azey was he didn't play hero ball. No. He actually played it within the confines of the offense and everyone was moving. And most importantly, his teammates were getting the ball and then looking for him again, right? Yep. Steph gave it up and got it back. And it was all within the flow. And it, it, there was not many disjointed moments in the game. And sure, when Steph Curry is making a ton of shots, it makes it easier to not be disjointed. But man, it, it was really, it was flowing tonight. The whole thing was flowing, especially on defense too. Yeah, I, I think um, the way they started and the way Steph started, you know, he started with 21 points in the first quarter. And, you know, he he came out, uh, as Draymond said, with a man on a mission. Mm-hmm. And his teammates picked up on that. And I thought I saw energy from everybody on both ends. You know, um, the defensive energy was there. You know, it, it had some moments when it, it faded a little bit. But for the most part, when it had to be there, it was there. Um, I thought Draymond was tremendous, had a lot of great, he, he didn't, he wasn't going to score, but, but he did a little, everything else you need to win a basketball game. He did that. But Steph was the driving force in this game. And he's the guy that the Blazers could not control, could not stop. And he took it upon himself to be that guy. You know, he knew, okay, tonight we just got our butts kicked two nights ago against these guys, a team that mind you, They've dominated in the postseason every time they've seen them guys, those guys <laughs> yeah. the past few years. Yeah. And and you know, Steph's mind is like, okay, you know, I know what I have to do. And he came out with the intent 
of burning some people and he did yeah um you know this is the steph emergency podcast because we had to do it but there, there are two names I do want to bring up really quickly before we get to actually go to sleep at some point in our lives, right? Do you ever, do you ever sleep? I don't know if you sleep. Yeah, 2, 3 a.m., you know. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Draymond Green, because he wasn't on the same level as Steph offensively as he was defensively, but Steph called it, um, I think, it, was it Steph that said it was a masterclass that, yes. that Draymond yes. was putting together, right? Yes. And what he did out there was elite elite basketball defense and one of the biggest reasons was yes you could see how well he was doing out there you could see how good he was right but one thing you could also see is how much better the team was there you because go. of him and everyone go. became better because of him it was one of those defensive player of the year type games for Draymond Green yeah and you know he, he talked about this after the game on Friday saying that you know he didn't do a very good job of doing the things he does best mostly communicating Mm -hmm. that's what he lives on and he did not do a good job on Friday tonight he did that you know he did he he connected with guys he kept guys connected on that end on both ends actually but he was really good with James Wiseman again uh and I, I just think that yeah as good as Steph was on on offense Draymond's defense was a huge factor in this game and I I think that's where the Warriors are going to find how good they are you know mm -hmm. if Draymond is going to is able to play have nights like this Kelly Oubre is going to benefit from it mm -hmm. because he'll fall in line. James Wiseman is going to learn from it. Andrew Wiggins, I believe, will also pick up on it, you know. And so there you go. And that's the defense that Steve Kerr has talked about the team needing to have to compete, to have a chance to be a winning team. They have to hang, hang their hats on defense. Tonight, you saw signs of that. And uh, I just think that, um, you know, Oubre made another three. You know, mm -hmm. so I think he's going to come along. Uh, right. But yeah, I, I just think that Draymond's night was, um, I think it was a tonic for him. I mean, honestly, it was almost poetic that he only had one point. Yeah. Because it almost exemplifies how important he is, despite the fact he doesn't score for the team. There he you had go. eight assists in 28 minutes. He was a defensive wizard out there. And yet he only had one point and people... If you want to find the sexy stats about how many points scored per game, Draymond's not your guy. But if you no. want to look at winning basketball, Draymond is your guy. You and, and, and you mentioned the one last name. You mentioned uh, James Wiseman. He finished with 12 points, 11 rebounds, his first double-double of his career. But how he played tonight was, in my opinion, the most impressive night mm -hmm. of his young career yet. He wasn't making the threes. It wasn't any of that, which is obviously very impressive. But the adjustments he made from two days ago mm -hmm. to this game were astounding how much better he was in this game in terms of knowing where to be, when to come up and pressure Dame off of high pick and roll, off all these things. He was moving in the flow of the defense. He was doing all these right things. And then offensively, my goodness, the moves he was putting towards the basket, that spin move to a dunk, everything was emphatic. He was just, he was sensational tonight and this is the type of thing it's a guy who's making the team win now not like oh he's gonna have a bright future yeah well <clears throat> i think there's three factors there one is that draymond being there right it's gonna help him i think two is that the coaching staff i mean ron adams jaron collins um theo robertson you know um those guys are working with him on a regular basis and three 
Wiseman is a learner. Mm -hmm. You know, he listens, he applies. And that's the part that that's what's going to make him great. You know, you don't tell him something that goes in one ear, not the other. He absorbs it. And then you see it on the floor. And I think that's why the Warriors are so excited about what he can be. Because he doesn't come in thinking, I know the game. I got this figured out. He comes in thinking, wow, I'm in the NBA. I'm pretty good, but these guys have a lot to show me. And tonight, he talked about that. Tonight, how the difference between two nights ago and tonight were, was that he made some adjustments. He made them because he saw they needed to be made to be a better player. And that's what you got, a double-double. Yeah. In like 20 something minutes. So. Yeah. It was, it was just a fantastic game for him. Just a fantastic game overall. Good basketball to watch. Um, the Warriors win. They have the back to back now. We'll see what Steph can do against the Kings coming up. But what a, what a masterful performance by Steph Curry. Um, just he tells the legacy. I mean, the legacy was already solid and cemented in history as the great, you know, maybe one of the greatest players in the history of the game, not maybe is one of the greatest players yes. in the history of the game, revolutionized the game. And guess what? And then he dropped 62 <laughs> points. It had nothing to do with tonight. It already happened before. Yeah. Monty Poole, thank you so much for joining me. This yes, was sir. fun. Will you please get some sleep? Working on that, man. Working on it. You too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See everyone. you next time, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining. Subscribe, rate, do all those things. Thanks again. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.